yourself, spirit guides, and celestial twin beings, our inner guides for knowing, by Ion Farvahar. I've been a seeker, and I still am, but I stopped asking the books and the stars. I started listening to the teaching of my soul, Rumi. Hi, this is Ion Farvahar. I'm glad you're here. If it's your first time here, this channel is all about self-realization, life's purpose and spirituality. If you're interested in these topics, please subscribe to stay connected. Today, I would like to focus on a very important idea, an idea that our rational mind may not understand or appreciate. The idea that we all have inner guides in life and can receive information through them from a world inside us, a world that our rational mind does not know much about. What do I mean by inner guides? What are they? If you have ever watched children play by themselves, you might have noticed that sometimes they seem to be talking to someone when playing. If you notice that and ask them about this, they may tell you about imaginary friends or companions they have. If you ask them about these imaginary friends, they may even describe them to you, who they are and how they look like. At one point in the past, we might have had such imaginary friends when we were little. We just seem to have forgotten them as adults. In case of children, imaginary friends may keep them company when they are alone or become their playmate when they don't have anybody around to play with. Imaginary friends may even inspire children's imagination when they draw, paint, or build something. Or they may make them more curious about learning new things. For children, these imaginary friends are their inner little companions and guides. We adults also have our inner guides, but our guides have a purpose far beyond imaginary companions. Many of us have not noticed them so far in our lives, so the idea of their existence may not seem as rational or realistic. However, Inner guides are real spiritual beings for those who practice shamanism, New Age spirituality, or those who might have connected to them during various meditative practices. Aside from my personal experience and opinion, the existence of inner guides is also supported historically. For example, Connection to personal spiritual guides have been reported and acknowledged by Plato, Socrates, Aristotle, and Neoplatonic Greek philosophers such as Plotinus, Porphyry, Iamblichus, and Proclus. Or even Roman emperor and Stoic philosopher Marcus Aurelius. We also have similar reports related to existence and connection 
to interpersonal guides from visionaries such as Goethe and Carl Jung. Why these famous philosophers and visionaries chose to tell us about their own connection with guides? Maybe they wanted to make us aware of them, so we too can connect to them. But why should we? What are we going to gain out of such connection? Let's contemplate on this question. We will come back to inner guides with more details later. Our unconscious inner world. Our psyche receives information from two different worlds. One world is our familiar external world. The one our consciousness knows about and is familiar with. Second world is an unfamiliar inner world deep within us. A world that our conscious mind knows nothing about. This is our unconscious inner world, the world that holds many hidden insights about us, about our life, and everything above and beyond us. We should care about our unconscious inner world because most important decisions we make in life are emotionally charged and are largely influenced by emotional impulses coming from this world. In fact, most of our emotional impulses leading to our life-changing decisions originate from our unconscious inner world. So we should care about knowing more about this unconscious world and need to find a way to get access to it and to make its unconscious contents accessible to our conscious mind. If we ignore our unconscious inner world, our lives will be forever subject to its impulses without us having much control over them. How to access our unconscious inner world. To find a way to access and navigate our unconscious inner world, we need to go back to the idea of inner guides. Some of us might have already experienced them without even realizing that. For example, when we listen to our inner voices or to our heart or gut feeling, or practice meditation to connect internally to our soul, we are essentially connecting to an internal guide or source of insight deep within us. So the idea of inner guides may not be as foreign or mysterious to us after all. In fact, connecting to our inner guides to know more about ourselves and the world can be quite inspiring and adventurous. Access to our inner guides requires our highest level of intention and a form of meditative journey. This meditative journey can be of different kind, including drumming or chanting shamanic journeys, active imaginations, meditative breathing techniques, hypnotic trances, or shamanic rituals and ceremonies using psychedelic plant medicines. Inner guides could manifest as an animal, as an ancestral spirit, 
as an angelic figure, a mystical or religious icon, or even ancient gods or goddesses. They may appear under different names or labels, depending on background or spiritual lineage of those reporting them. Some of such names are Self, Soul, Angel of Individuation, Celestial Twin, Daimon, Fravashi or Fravati, Guardian Angel, Tutelary Spirit, Guardian of the Threshold, Spirit Guides, Spirit Helpers, and Spirit or Power Animals, and the list can continue. Regardless of their names or labels, inner guides are portals to our unconscious inner world. They all share a common goal, which is to provide guidance and help us find the insights we need in life. If we invite them to our lives, they help us experience deeper spiritual realities, fulfill our destiny, and become who we are born or meant to be. Various categorization of inner guides exists in New Age, Paganism, Shamanism, or similar spiritualistic belief systems or traditions. For our purpose here, I only share my personal views about inner guides and make distinctions based on the roles they play in our life. My views presented here are subjective and limited to my personal understanding and experience related to this topic. I encourage further research for those interested in a formal or academic perspective. I view inner guides in two main categories. Spirit guides and spirit animals. These can also be referred to as spirit helpers, power animals, or simply guides. Daimon, Self, Celestial Twin, and Angel of Individuation. These can also be referred to as Soul, Farawashi, Guardian Angel, Tutelary Spirit, and Guardian of the Threshold. Now, let's briefly focus on the main difference between these two categories. Spirit Guides and Spirit Animals In simple terms, spirit guides are autonomous, benevolent entities or beings that we can access for help and guidance. They can take various forms depending on their origin, nature, or intention. Spirit guides generally have positive and benevolent energy. So when we connect to them in a meditative journey, their presence alone brings positive energy and confidence to what we are there to do. As an hypothetical example, if we want to meditate to pray for recovery of a family member who is seriously ill, we may invite an ancestral spirit guide to join the meditation to bring spiritual light and healing energy to our praying. There are numerous other examples where we can invite spirit guides to help us find clarity related to a decision or a vision in life. 
In most basic terms, spirit guides can be viewed as our life-promoting spiritual companions and protectors. I will try to create guided shamanic journey meditations in the future to help you meet and connect to some of your own spirit guides. Daimon, Self, Celestial Twin, and Angel of Individuation. As mentioned, spirit guides are spiritual beings in our unconscious inner world who can bring light and positive energy to our life. Daimon, on the other hand, has a far much greater purpose in our life. The term Daimon should not be confused with the religious term demon, which is a dark, ill-intentioned entity. Daimon is often referred to as personal Daimon because its connection is deeply personal and spiritual. The sole intention of Daimon is to guide us through life, help us find and fulfill our true destiny, and honor our life contract we are here for. Similarly, your Daimon knows everything about you, your destiny, and the life contract you have. It wants to guide and support you to actualize your destiny. But it will also push you and challenge you when you go astray or get separated from the true path of your destiny. Your Daimon's mission is to help you actualize your highest creative imagination and rise to your best version of being. So when you become conscious of your Daimon, and manage to stay connected to it, you start receiving its guiding wisdom and insights. Your true destiny starts to become clear, calling you forward toward its fulfillment. Unfortunately, most people in the world live their lives without ever noticing or knowing their daimon, so they won't have access to its insights and are likely to end up not living their true destiny, but only a life they thought they should live. Daimon is considered similar to other psychological, theological, or spiritual concepts, such as self, soul, celestial twin, angel of individuation, farwashi, guardian angel, tutelary spirit, and guardian of the threshold. Here I briefly explain my personal views about some of these concepts. Self In simplest term, self, with a capital S, represents an innermost essence and the core of our being. It is the essential psycho-spiritual essence within all of us. The concept of self is also an integral part of two powerful models in psychology and self-realization, which are Carl Jung's depth psychology and internal family system IFS self-leadership. The psycho-spiritual meaning of self may differ slightly between these two, but the main idea behind it is similar. In Jung's depth psychology, self is the essential and innermost center of our personality, the center of our being that draws us into itself 
to help us individuate and to become whole and who we are born to be in this life. Self does that by bringing together the conscious and unconscious dimensions of our psyche to form a coherent state of clarity and conscious existence. In IFS self-leadership, self is also the innermost essence and wisdom within us, which manifests through positive virtues such as compassion, clarity, curiosity, connectedness, etc. IFS is by far the most effective model in psychology and coaching because its approach facilitates direct access to self and its healing energy. In my view, IFS self-leadership is the most accessible and practical way to connect to self as our inner guide. To learn more about IFS, see the description below or visit the link shown. Celestial Twin and Angel of Individuation Celestial Twin reflects our personal daimon as a celestial counterpart within all of us. This counterpart is our celestial guide from our unconscious inner world that knows our true destiny and what we are here to do. Metaphorically speaking, our unification with our celestial twin is equivalent to integration of our conscious and unconscious dimensions of our being, which results in individuation, enlightenment, and wholeness. Celestial Twin is a psycho-spiritual entity and should not be confused with other popular New Age concepts such as Celestial Twins with an S reflecting Gemini sign or Twin Flames or Soulmate. We can think of Celestial Twin as the celestial half of our being or our eternal soul who has access to deeper spiritual realities. Like our eternal soul, our celestial twin knows what we are here to do in this world and wants to help us realize and actualize it. Another term for a celestial twin is the angel of individuation, the term that I also used previously in one of my earlier presentations linked here. Similar to Daimon and celestial twin, the angel of individuation is a divine element that calls us to individuation and fulfillment of our destiny. Both celestial twin and angel of individuation are terms coined by French theologian and philosopher Henry Corbin. Corbin's work was further celebrated and elaborated by Tom Cheatham. I will provide links related to this and other topics in this presentation in the description below. Tutelary Spirit Another concept equivalent to Daimon is the shamanic term tutelary spirit or tutelary deity. Practicing shamans have at least one chief tutelary spirit which is there for guiding, teaching, and protecting the shamans and their shamanic rituals and ceremonies. In most cases, shamans are initiated 
and called to their shamanic invocation in service of their community by their respective chief tutelary spirit. Shamans viewed the unconscious inner world as shamanic cosmos and divided to various levels. They're able to navigate these levels safely with guidance from their chief tutelary spirit and other spirit guides assisting them in various shamanic work. I will try to create a separate presentation related to psychoshamanism and concepts from shamanic wisdom traditions in the future. Fravashi Another equivalent concept to Daimon and celestial twin is Farvashi, which is a term attributed to ancient Zoroastrianism in Persia. Farvashi is a divine entity that accompanies us in the world to protect us from darkness and help us embody light and goodness to become who we are meant to be in life. In many respects, Farvashi reflects the same mission and guiding principles of Daimon and Celestial Twin Beings. Concluding Remarks In closing, I hope you find this presentation inspiring. As I mentioned in the beginning, when we open to learn more about deeper concepts, such as inner guides and unconscious world, we cannot expect our rational mind to be overly excited or fully on board. That said, it is important for those of us interested in psycho-spiritual concepts like these to invite our open mind, open heart, and spiritual insight along in this journey. The main takeaway here is for us to realize that our life has a greater purpose and a true destination. We might not be fully aware of what that destiny is, but there is a spiritual source of wisdom within all of us that knows exactly what that is, who we are meant to be and what we are here to do. This spiritual source is our personal daimon. If we manage to get access to our daimon, we receive its guidance and insights to find our path to our true destiny in this world. If you have found this presentation inspiring, Please like and share it with friends who may find it interesting. Also, please subscribe to my channel and share comments so I feel encouraged to create similar contents in the future. With blessings.